Hearing the passion read the way we just read it is gruesome and violent and overwhelming. But we see violence and despair and heartache present in the news every day. This week we saw Notre Dame burn. We see news of murder in the streets of Memphis. And we see news of heartbreaking natural disasters that flood homes and ruin lives. Why are we here to commemorate the death of one individual from 2,000 years ago? Because at some point he has to be more than just a man. Because when Jesus declares in John 19 that he would destroy the temple and in three days raise it again, we see through the reading of John that his body was the temple. When John testifies that blood and water flowed from his side and destroyed the temple, it is a clear allusion to the prophecy by the prophet Ezekiel about a future temple of God with water flowing from its side that was at first a small stream and then a navigable river and every form of life flourished around it. The writers of the New Testament and the prophets of the Old Testament are converging to remind us that it is not the cross that is the focal point of our story. It is the very body of our creator. The word that was made flesh and that walked among us. The body that was broken and bruised and bleeding simply to look death in the face and conquer it for our sake. But there's a reason that we are here tonight. There is a reason we're not just going straight to Sunday morning to celebrate the risen Christ. We're here tonight to not let the opportunity to grieve pass us by. With crosses on walls and on steeples and on necklaces and on shirts, we can forget what the sacrifice meant to those people on that Friday. We tend to forget the pain and the ridicule our Christ experienced, the fear and the desperation of his followers, the shame of those closest to them as they let fear control them. The hatred of those who nailed him to the cross. Today is the day that we stop and we look at those feelings in this story and then we look at those feelings within ourselves. Our Christ experienced pain for many reasons, but one very important reason is to identify with our pain. Sometimes we experience pain in our bodies and we are faced with prolonged illness or ailments or hurts. But just as much, and maybe even more so, we have experienced the pain that comes from having close friendships and relationships. Jesus felt pain at the death of his friend Lazarus. And I'm convinced that Jesus felt pain when his close friend Judas betrayed him. There is pain in this life, whether caused by our own doings 
or inflicted by being in such close proximity to humanity. Pain is present. Pain is always present. We can see the fear in Peter when he denies even knowing his close friend and travel companion and Lord. Fear that ultimately comes from pain, from disappointment. Jesus did not fulfill what the disciples ultimately wanted. Rome was still in charge and the Savior was still on the cross. The end was here and there was no hope. So the pain manifests itself as fear. Fear that he's next in line for punishment. Fear that life is over. We have all felt fear like this in our lives. When a major change happens in life, the death of a parent or a spouse or a loved one, pain quickly turns to fear. Fear that we can't do it. Fear that we can't make it. Fear that we're not enough. And then there's the hatred. People mocking Jesus from the start of his arrest, screaming at him on the cross. The hatred for who he was, or what he promised to do. Hatred for his very identity. We see hatred all around us in the world today. And now I can say I probably haven't had an excessive amount of hate pointed towards me in my life. I can probably say that I have given it. But whether you are on the giving or the receiving end of hatred, it is like a sickness that holds and doesn't let go. It is toxic, it is hard to shake, and it consumes us. All of these emotions and feelings follow Jesus to the cross. And they follow us. The cross, though, is not some violent courtroom where debts are paid. The cross is where violence was heaped upon the Son of Man, where the Son of Man declared victory over death and shame and fear and evil, and then He created an altar of peace. Because this table sitting next to me, this table right here was just splintering wood. It was nothingness and brokenness until the body and the blood were applied. And then this is an altar. And hanging from Golgotha that day, that cross was nothing but splintering wood and an object for crucifixion until the body and the blood were applied. And then it was an altar. And our lives are, on, are no different our lives are nothing but splintering brokenness until the body and the blood are applied. And then, oh, then we're an altar. Our bodies, our humanity is an altar. The body and the blood doesn't magically make it to where we never feel pain. To where we never experience fear. To where we never fall for the lie of hatred. But the body and the blood have a tendency to bring those feelings to bear. To allow us to see them in our lives as clearly as we see them in the passion on that Friday. 
Just as the veil was torn between altar and the people, shining a light on the contents of the darkest and the holiest of places, so do the body and the blood shine a light into us, allowing God to do what God does best. So today, before we experience the body and the blood together, we're going to have an opportunity to place our hurts and our fears and our hate at the foot of the cross, to leave them at the altar and to put them into the very hands of God. Because one of the scandals of Good Friday is that Jesus was but one of three crucified that day. Jesus is not crucified as a lone sufferer, but as Emmanuel among the sufferers. He suffers with us, the God that is with us. So when we observe communion in just a moment, I encourage you to take that rock that was given to you at the start and place that darkness and that heaviness and those fears and hurts on the table right beside me. Bring your heaviness to the table of the Lord, to the foot of the cross, and leave it there. Let us pray. <clears throat> 